0: Going beyond the headlines? Getting to the heart of the story. Calgary Today with Joe McFarland on 770 CHQR. Yeah, you can continue to send your texts on the issue of uh, Jason Kenney, UCP, and their stand with the amendments on the GSA. I'm not going to say ever that Jason Kenney and the UCP are opposed to GSAs because he has been very clear about that. He is just not in favor of the particular amendments that the NDP brought in last week. So just to be clear, I'm not at all saying that he is opposed to GSAs. Okay, here's a topic that actually I, I wanted to do a couple of days ago when um, gas prices were still around a buck twenty-four. I don't know about your community. Suddenly, in the last couple of days, I've seen them go down to around a buck fourteen, a buck eleven. Although, as I quickly checked uh, calgarygasprices.com, there still are some places in the city that are a buck twenty-seven, a buck twenty-four, and and it's a conversation and a common complaint that we always have. Why is it when we hear what's happening, let's say, with West Texas Intermediate, that it's not reflected in the price at the pump? And I always turn to Michael Urban because he has a way of always explaining it to us. Even though I have a feeling, Michael, even after I talk to you, I'm still going to get people who aren't buying it. But thank you so much for joining me today.
1: Well, pleasure to be on the show with you.
0: You've got to tell me and my listeners what goes into the price that we pay at the pump.
1: Well, fundamentally, four things. And if you start kind of at the bottom, that would be the price of crude oil. And that reflects the upstream industry in which, of course, Albertans have a great deal of a stake. Uh, Up from there is the refinery, uh, turning crude oil into gasoline and the amount of difference Between the crude oil price at one end and and the wholesale price at the other is the markup or margin that the refiners make. Thirdly is the markup at the marketing and uh, dealer level. So taking wholesale gasoline and then selling it to consumers, uh, there's a markup there, of course, by the dealers and the marketers. And finally, that big bad thing called taxes. And that of those four actually accounts for the greatest percentage of the price today.
0: What have we seen in the last couple of weeks when we did see uh, prices shoot up by $0.10, then go down, go back up? What was happening in the last couple of weeks when we look at, well, Alberta in particular?
1: Well, over the last couple of weeks, it's been, um, to use a um, commonly used phrase, a perfect storm. Uh, We've seen a rise in crude prices since the beginning of September to the tune of about uh, $0.08 per liter. That's good uh, for Albertans. Uh, but it also has an effect on the price of gasoline, ultimately. But worse than that, more fundamental that we've seen incredible changes in in wholesale stocks of gasoline in North America. Um, That has been a result of some refinery issues, uh, limiting supply, uh, higher U.S. demand for gasoline, which is unusual for this time of the year because demand is usually softer. Um, as well as the fact that uh, the U.S. is exporting vast amounts of diesel and gasoline to markets, in particular Mexico, again limiting the availability for refinery production in North America to uh, to be used domestically. So all of those things have led to uh, relating all those things relating to you know gasoline supply and exports and demand have reduced inventories of gasoline in North America. What happens south of the border has impacts in Canada, uh, especially in the Midwest, where we've seen, uh, you know, that those, those effects even even greater. Do we so get? Oh, sorry, go ahead, wholesale yeah. prices go up so much?
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, first of all, do we get most of our gasoline from the U.S.? Uh, motorists in Alberta, where are we getting our gasoline from?
1: No, you know, I've, I read one um, online that suggested that a great deal of gasoline comes from the U.S. and it doesn't. Um, you know, Canada is is actually on a net basis self-sufficient in terms of gasoline production in fact on the East Coast a great deal is exported but having said that um, what happens in the US with with gasoline um, inventories and prices has an effect in Canada because of free trade and so when wholesale prices uh, go up in the United States they're bound to go up in Canada as well because uh, buyers in the states have the ability to come to Canada Uh, to get supplies there so wholesale prices after you account for the exchange rate uh, tend to be very similar to each other both north and south Mm. of the border.
0: You talked about refineries and and this is a a common complaint that my listeners will say. Why is it that all the refineries seem to shut down for maintenance at the same time? Is that just what we perceive or um, is there something when it comes to the timing of refinery shutdowns and the impact it has on the price?
1: Well, you know, refiners actually do try to talk to each other to the extent of making sure that, you know, they don't all plan outages at the same time. Uh, You know, that would be not good for anybody. And, and, uh, you know, planned maintenance, having said that, tends to happen, particularly in the springtime, because the winter tends, especially in Canada, tends not to be a great time for, for doing the kind of work that's needed. Uh, also in the springtime refiners are getting ready for that high demand period of gasoline mm-hmm. so so that tends to be a, a, a you know precursor to you know prices going up as temporarily supplies are limited but the point is that they want to be back in full operation for when demand is high and typically we see gasoline prices in in the summertime Although they're high, they're quite stable, typically speaking.
0: Michael, I've just got to take a break for traffic just to see all those cars burning the gasoline, so see how they're doing. But I've got a couple of other questions for you, okay? So can I just put you on hold? All right. Yeah. Ma- Michael Irvin, Calgary Petroleum Analyst. We are talking about the price of gas. You can text 403-974-8255. If you have a question for Michael, let's check our drive home. Yes, a favorite topic of ours. Why do gas prices go up so high when we're seeing West Texas Intermediate go down? What is going on behind all of this? Michael Irvin is my guest. He is a Calgary Petroleum Analyst. And Michael, I also think when it comes to gas prices, first, we all need it for our vehicles. And it is. We always can watch the price. We, we drive by all these gas stations, and it, as a consumer, it's not as if I would see the price of bread everywhere, but I'm able to see exactly, oh, it went up, it went down, and and then complain or question why it's doing that. I want to know if we should ignore West Texas intermediate price. We report it every day on our business news. Should we be ignoring that or looking at another price that is more indicative of what we could see happening at the pumps?
1: Oh my, that's, not, that's a very good question. Um, you know, the way I always explain it is this, uh, your local gas station dealer does not put crude oil into their storage tanks. They put gasoline in, mm-hmm. and they buy that gasoline at a wholesale price. It's really too bad that the media, and I'm, I'm talking right across North America, don't do more to talk about wholesale gasoline prices. Because that really is what drives the retail price. Um, Wholesale gasoline prices don't necessarily even follow crude prices, because it's a commodity all by itself, Mm -hmm. and its price goes up and down, even if the crude price doesn't uh, change because of those things I I described earlier. Uh, Refinery issues, pipeline issues, um, demand for gasoline, nothing to do too much with crude oil. But they have a, a huge impact on on the wholesale price, the margin, the refiner margin, which which reflects that, isn't some set, you know, amount per liter. It goes up and down because of those fluctuating factors I just mentioned.
0: So we would be wiser to say today's wholesale gasoline price is.
1: That would make a lot more sense to consumers because they could see a couple of things. One is that. While wholesale prices actually change on a daily basis, retail prices don't. In fact, just in the last two weeks, we saw a huge rise in the wholesale price where gasoline prices really didn't go up until really the dam broke and, and the dealer's margins were so low that it went up by a very, very large amount very quickly. But underlying that was, was a, over the course of two weeks. Uh, wholesale prices going up and, and consumers benefiting from the fact that dealers don't raise their price every day like the wholesale mm. price changes every day.
0: I'm getting one text here saying, why do we continue to base our gas prices on U.S. wholesale prices?
1: <laughs> well, you know, that's good, too. And, you know, when we, we when we see wholesale prices in the States go up and, we, and, and they go up into Canada as well, well, you know, you can either thank or blame the, the free trade agreement for, you know, for that porosity, of the border, but it works both ways. When supply is very uh, uh, plentiful in the United States, wholesale prices go down, and, and Canadian wholesale prices go down, too. So, uh, you know, it's bad news sometimes, and mm-hmm. good news others. If If Canada was an isolated market, then small changes in supply would have much, much bigger changes in the wholesale price, and so in the face of it, uh, we're much better off having, uh, you know, a a, a trade across the border when it comes to gasoline.
0: You you know, Michael, I think that makes so much sense, especially because I've had this conversation with our business people, and at one point I said, maybe we should be giving the Western Canadian select price of crude. But even that, you're saying, well, that's, that's crude. That's not your end product, gasoline.
1: Well, that's right. You know, I think it would be very patriotic to support WCS instead of uh, West Texas, or Brent for that matter. Uh, But the fact of the matter is, uh, it's the wholesale gasoline price that really uh, affects what retailers and marketers have to react to.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm still thinking of how we do the business report and maybe getting rid of that altogether. But we watch those crude prices because that's also a big economic indicator.
1: Well, you never knew Stock 770 could set a trend for the rest of Canada. You never
0: know. <laughs> yeah, I'm taking that to my boss. Uh, here's another one says, uh, ask Michael, how is it that we are paying about the same at the pump as we were when oil was 125 bucks a barrel and it's around 57 today? I, I can't remember. Michael, do you remember when we were up at the 120 mark what we were paying at the pump? I don't remember.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, I have to go back and look at it, but, you know, what I can say is this, that that uh, at times the, the wholesale price is higher, much higher relative to the crude price. And, uh, you know, that is something that uh, people have to keep in mind that you just can't base your perceptions of what the price at the pump should be relative to the price of crude oil at any given time.
0: Yeah, Another texture says a better question is why are prices five to ten cents cheaper once you get out of Calgary, including rural areas? I'm thinking this has to be the at the retail level, then the the dealer's markup. What what's your uh, suggestion on that question?
1: Well, you know, it varies. I mean, oftentimes rural markets are roughly the same, especially you know in commuter communities where. You know, drivers know that they can pay a better price either in the city or or closer to where they live. What I find is that when when wholesale prices are on the upswing, the the uh, further out markets, the real markets, tend to raise their prices slower, and and the reason for that really has to do with inventory turnaround at at the gas stations. Oh. Uh, the average gas station in Calgary um, you know turns its inventory you know almost every day. And so when wholesale prices change, there's a, quite a bit of pressure for the retail price to restore that margin as a result of the higher price. You go out into the countryside, and sometimes the fuel deliveries are, are weeks apart or yeah. a week apart. And so dealers are in no rush to raise their price, even if the wholesale price went up, because they're not paying that higher price yet until they get a delivery.
0: Yeah, until their tanks are refilled or whatever. All right, Um, here's one. I live five miles from a co-op tank farm. Gas is produced at a refinery in Saskatchewan, moved from there via rail to the tank farm. Then it goes from there to the gas stations in Calgary. Uh, I mean, I think this person is just trying to say, uh, look exactly the process of getting gas. And it's why, why would you pay a lot? There's doesn't sound like a lot of transportation costs or anything there. Um, Michael, do you understand that one at all?
1: Yeah, you know, transportation costs make up a very, very small part of, of the price. Uh, you know, there's two transportation costs. One is uh, uh, setting side crude oil, moving from where it's produced to, you know, to, you know, a refinery. From the refinery, uh, then it goes to a terminal, which might be next door to the refinery. It might be, you know, several hundred kilometers away. When it moves by pipeline, you know, the cost per liter is very small. And then moving, let's say, 50 kilometers by truck from the terminal to the gas station, is not a big amount either. You know, the difference between, you know, delivering it next door to 100 kilometers away might be a half or three quarters percent per liter at best. Mm.
0: Here's an interesting one person. One person says, can we go back to paying gas by the gallon? Ten cents a liter jump is almost 50 cents a gallon. You know, I, I've got listeners who for many years saw the the price per gallon and they can relate to that. Or I have people coming back from the U.S. saying, look what they're paying in the U.S. Why are we paying so much more? I mean, that's a, you. I think you addressed that already. But um, I think that person, sadly, we're going to be paying by the liter. That's the system we have here
1: yeah well, I don't think, I don't think I talked about why u.s. gas prices are so much less. they are and, and the difference is taxes. The Canadian taxes on gasoline are much higher than typically are than the states. Conversely, if you're buying gasoline in any part of Europe, you're paying a lot more for the same reason—very hmm. high taxes there. All right, really taxes. That.
0: Okay, taxes in the U.S. Because I had this question a couple of weeks ago, and I went with taxes, and then someone was saying, "Well, there's a lot more um, gasoline in the U.S., and we're seeing what they're doing with well shale." But shale—is there shale gas yet? We're, we're just seeing a bigger supply in the U.S. Does that play into it as well?
1: No, not really. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, the, the, the crude oil, the feedstocks going into refineries are priced at various levels depending on their quality. Uh, you know, the, the uh, oil coming from the oil sands tends to be very inexpensive compared to, let's say, West Texas Intermediate because of quality differences. Also sometimes because of uh, logistical differences in terms of We all know that it's hard to get crude oil out of Alberta because of the lack of pipeline capacity. Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, as always, Michael, thanks for your expertise. uh oh, one person here just says, and I was just in Switzerland. gas is a buck fifty a liter, and that probably as you touched on in some European countries we're seeing high prices because of taxes.
1: Well, that's right, and uh, you know they they they've always been much much higher tax wise than in Canada, and I'm sure always will be.
0: Wait a second, I'm just getting a whole bunch more texts. um what's <laughs> this one? Ask him about crack margins. Refinery profits are soaring right now. And the texter says, gouging. Uh, what are crack margins? Have you heard of this?
1: Well, the, the crack spread is typically what it's oh, referred the to. And, All and, right. and a crack spread is really the same terminology as the refiner margin. It's the markup from the crude price to the refined product price. And yes, you know, crack spreads are very high right now for those reasons I mentioned, mm-hmm. that uh, demand is high and uh, refinery production is going flat out, uh, in, uh, partly in order to meet uh, Mexican uh, import uh, demand, and that is reducing stocks, and it, it's a typical commodity uh, in that when, when inventories of any commodity are low, you see that the price go up. Same with house prices, same with the price of gold. Um, that's why we see high crack spreads right now.
0: I'm writing a note about wholesale gasoline prices, maybe um, educating my audience about that and starting to do it in our business report in some capacity. Michael, as always, thanks for your expertise in the area.
1: It's been my pleasure.
0: Michael Irvin, Calgary Petroleum Analyst. And, and I know when I bring on Michael, and he can, I mean, he's been doing this for a long time. He understands everything. But I, I know sometimes it's harder for me or Michael to convince you. But um, that's what's been happening recently with the gas prices in our province and our city uh, let's see i've just got a couple of minutes left here and I, I got a number of texts that came in on my conversation in the last half hour about jason Kenny and the ucp uh let's see here <laughs> i love it and your ndp support is showing you know if only you knew but anyway okay uh, uh, it's showing uh, jason kenney isn't falling into the ndp trap they are falling into his trap To claim a teacher will risk their job by notifying a parent is the most foolish statement I've ever heard from you. To claim a teacher will risk their job by... No, no, okay. um, Love how you and all the media like to selectively choose statements made by Jason Kenney to suit your narrative. Lee, um, thanks. You know, no, I am saying I want to give the UCP a chance. I, I know what happened in the last election. If you've listened to me long enough, you know what my part was because we wanted to teach the PC a lesson. I think their lesson has been taught. And my concern is that the NDP in a couple of years are going to come out with another four-year mandate because of this. Now, if you're saying, no, Jason Kenny has this trap for the NDP, you got to write me a longer text to explain that one because that one I don't get. We've got news coming up next.